0: The technical area with me, your host, Scafford Graymo. Once again, these are strange times we're living in for the first time in uh, a long time recording this podcast. I didn't even make this mistake last week. I opened up at the uh, hello everybody, welcome to the FM Notebook. So, uh, something certainly strange going on, strange in the air, strange feelings. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm um, no longer sleep deprived. Is this what not being sleep deprived feels like? I don't know if it's you know, excitement that all the uh, FM and all the content are delusional. At the fact that um, I'm finally catching up on that uh, extremely long list of things I need to watch on Netflix. But regardless, look, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're keeping well.
1: I hope everything's good hope you're keeping yourself
0: going, tough times, like I said, but like, you know, if you're keeping an FM community, it's really, really, really uh, keeping things going for a lot of people, and content creation, conversations on Twitter, I'm very sorry, I've become very inactive on Slack, I've just kind of found it very, very difficult to keep up on Slack with all the conversations, when things are normal, so. You know, dipping in and out and in and out, the inconsistency, you know, it's it's not exactly the the best approach to the slack. So I have fallen behind there, but I'm sure there's great conversations going on in slacks and discords and all this kind of stuff. Today's episode is kind of a bit of a mishmash of a lot
1: of different things. You know, we've had St. Patrick's Day just gone. So from, you know, Happy St. Patrick's Day, Lyle,
0: Fajr, Dave.
1: So I do want to talk a
0: little bit about the, uh, the League of Ireland and uh, the League of Ireland teams. If you're considering looking up a save, I think I saw um, Laura, that's a chilled moose, starting up with Derry City. So that would be a, an interesting one to follow. But of course, we had the uh, epic uh, FM Old Dog, Shelburne,
1: save last season. So, you know, I just
0: want to kind of drop in and have a little bit of a, a you know, little chat about that. And um, then as well that I, I want to wear, uh, you know, I want to dedicate this podcast to to, to the community. You know, we use the hashtag Weird Community when we share things on um, Twitter, especially FM. Samo has the Weird Community channel over on Slack for people to share their content. So I just want to celebrate the the community. You know, the uh, the response to the current crisis in the FM community. The you
1: know, talk about the explosion of support and, um,
0: you know, amount people, of people, I was playing Football Manager with the uh, SI release yesterday. And then, you know, just, you know, only want to use this kind of as a platform to celebrate those creators who are, uh, you know, who are out there really pushing the boundaries, really trying new things and setting examples for us all to follow, I suppose. So, of course, I'll start in, in that St Patrick's Day mode. I'll start in talking about the uh, the League of Ireland. So, of course, last season we saw FM All Dogs uh, Shelburne save. And if you followed that, you would have been well aware of the challenges and the limitations there exist um, in Irish football. So, given the current state of affairs in Ireland, we currently have two divisions a Premier Division and a First Division. In the Premier Division, there's 10 teams you play each of the other teams uh, four times. So it's a grand total of 36 games in a season. Bottom-placed team is relegated. Second from bottom plays second place from the first division for promotion. If you finish bottom of the first division, well, you're not relegated. You just finish bottom. Basically, that's it. Unfortunately, with the Irish football pyramid, you know, it's um, due to the financial cost of yeah, running teams at a professional level, you know, it's not often we get a new club into the top two, um, tiers. Um, and obviously financial, for financial reasons in Ireland, cl- most clubs, you know, struggle to get by. Most players run 40-week contracts. And it's why we see Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk especially, kind of, um, do especially well in the league, kind of consistently. We see them. um, do well even in Europe as well. We saw Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers in the last 10 years make it to the, the Europa League group stages as well. So it's a challenging league to begin with. You're talking, you know, at the upper level, like the Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers could possibly operate in on league, one league, two budgets. And then below that, you're going into kind of conference and below. So you're going to go into semi-professional football. Most players, as like I said, are already on 40-week uh, contracts. And most contracts, of course, are heavily incentivised as pay as you play. Sponsorship plays a big part in keeping clubs running day to day. And that's why with most clubs, if you ever see uh, footage of League of Ireland, images of League of Ireland games, you'll see that the jerseys are often littered with uh, sponsorship. From um, sleeve sponsors to multiple sponsors on the back of shirts, as well as sponsors now on shorts as well. It's... As is with many leagues around the world who aren't financially, um, you know, juggernauts in the way we see it in the Premier League and such. It's the only really way for these clubs to survive. Clubs also survive on the footfall, the numbers of fans um, who turn up. At one point, not too long ago, Dundalk were on the verge of going bust. 800 fans was um, possibly the average, I think, if I remember, at Oriel Park. And in the last ten years, with a kind of club being saved financially, and then new investors coming in, the new investors are part of like that kind of that born with the Michelin Group, the American uh, hedge fund. You know, Dundalk have risen. Attendance is average, I think, about two thousand now. And you know, we we see a club that is fully professional, club that's able to purchase players and bring entice Irish players home from the likes of even the Championship League 1, League 2 in Ireland, oh, in England. In terms of the, the rewards, you know, there, it, it is a very, very rewarding league to get involved in in Ireland. Of course, you know, because the players are limited technically, and, you know, physical attributes, mental attributes will obviously be be kind of big places to look if you are signing players and taking up the approach in Ireland. But of course, there are the rewards of Champions League and Europa League places. It's a case for you to take, um, you know, to to entice players possibly from England, from like League One, League Two, and even abroad in Europe now, if you're managing and succeeding well, to entice them, to give them a, a realistic chance of playing European football. Unfortunately, for football, the qualifiers do start um, at the first round. So you do have that long journey if you wish to make it to the actual full competition, to the group stages of either Champions League or to the Europa League. But fortunately for you the ops in the on the flip side, the Irish calendar runs the Irish football calendar follows the calendar year with a season kind of beginning in late February, mid to late February and running all the way through to a cup final in November. So that way, you you have the opportunity then to put together a good, you know, have a squad that's in full fitness when you are approaching those potential European games. If you do make it through to the group stage, though, so of course there is the challenge, and I know it was a challenge done all faced not too long ago. That once the season ends, you could still have two Europa League games left, even po- uh, two or three games left in the group stages. So keeping the players fit and and keeping the players you know uh, competitive at that time is a challenge, but of course you have to cross that bridge when you come to it. In terms of the makeup of the League of Ireland, like I said, it's very unusual to see new clubs enter this year. Limerick FC, unfortunately, for financial reasons, were not granted a license, and were replaced very very controversially by Shamrock Rovers too. Though so the FAI have assured us that this um, Shamrock Rovers two Will only take place for one season. Shamrock Rovers 2 is like an under-23 side. In terms then of the, the clubs where you can go, the majority of the, the clubs are based out of in Dublin. Um, in Dublin, kind of working north side the south side, you've got Shelbourne, you and uh, Bohemians, St Patrick's Athletic, uh, Shamrock Rovers, UCD, Cabin Healy Cabin and Healy are the, the newest club in the country. They're financially, they've got a good, strong financial backer and they emerged from kind of the, the, the regional amateur leagues with the back of this financial sports. They, they made the jump into the first division and have almost been promoted, but not made the jump quite yet. UCD, uh, University College Dublin, so literally nicknamed the students. So it's a case of you are literally managing college students if you should take that job. It's very challenging. UCD have had a good pedigree in the League of Ireland but of course, you know, depending on different years, different. it's uh the club does, you know, tends to to often fight for relegation when they are in the top division, but when they are in the, the first division can often be regulars and pushing for promotion like we have at the minute. Shawn McGrovers, like I said, are possibly one of the most dominant forces in Irish football, historically and at present. So if you're taking over there you're possibly taking over the best stadium, the country, Tallis Stadium. And then of course as well as that you have um you know a good quality, good standard of players, a standard of players that's capable, of definitely competing for the title in Ireland from your first season, and then possibly of making the Europa League group stages. St Patrick's Athletic are the next kind of club. From Dublin, just a quick run through. Pat's had a good spell there not too long ago, where they won the league and the cup, but since half kind of dissipated into kind of often into kind of mid table. And even lower mid-table at times where relegation is a trend. The Saints have not managed to be relegated. But then again, they are in a place where they just do need a little bit of TLC just to try and get themselves going again and competing at the top. Bohemians are possibly Dub- Ireland and Dublin's kind of hipster club. Uh, fierce rivals to Shamrock Rovers as well. The Northside, Southside Derby, there's a good Copa90 video there if you're stuck for a bit of time. Um, Bohemians as are, you know, historically one of the biggest clubs in Dublin. It's currently celebrating their anniversary of a fabulous jersey as well, in case you, and of course, you may have been aware of the jerseys. You saw it last year, you might have seen the Bob Marley one that did go viral. And then of course this year the sponsor on the away jersey is Amnesty International. So you can it tells you the the personality of the club. Club again has competed at the top. But, but Ant has had a bit of a resurgence in recent years after a couple of years where relegation and mid-table uh, mediocrity was a uh, no regular occurrence. And then the last Dublin team, my Dublin team, and FM Old Dogs, as well as Dublin team as well, is Shelburne. Shelburne have returned to the top flight this year for the first time after a long, long absence. Shell's had a great period of success in the mid-90s one game away from the Champions League group stages in 2004, were unfortunately beaten by Deportivo La Coruña in that final playoff game. Shells then, kind of, owner, unfortunately, passed. The money disappeared as a result, and the club was on the verge of bankruptcy. The club was then saved, it's fan-owned, and has kind of it's dragging itself and rebuilding itself at the minute. After winning the first division last season, you know, chances are for Shells, you know, you know, mid-table is certainly a target this year, given the the nature of some of the other first, other Premier Division clubs who have experienced, uh you know, turbulent off seasons. Shall we say? Moving then around the country, we have Waterford United. Waterford are again good club, missed out on Europe due to financial irregularities. So it's a club certainly uh, well capable of making uh, splashes in Irish football. Wexford youths. Uh, playing a very, very daring pink and black kid as well, if you do like the look of that. Wexford, um, again, a club who, you know, first division push is something they'd hope to be making in the not-too-distant future. As an ultimate goal, I suppose. Cork City. Cork, where the, I've been the only team to regularly kind of challenge Dundalk in the early days of the Dundalk dominance. But unfortunately, due to you know, financial reasons, again, the club has seen a huge turnover of players. And this season are actually tipped for relegation, despite the fact they won the league not, uh, a couple, only a couple of years ago. So with Cork City, it's a huge rebuild job. So could you be the one to take it on? And as well in Cork City, we also have Cove Ramblers. Cove, based off the, the, the island, Cove. In Cork Harbour, Cove, um, again a club who had a good long pedigree in Irish football. And it certainly could have been in the dogums for a long period of time. So again, another challenge possibly for you there. Moving around then, the country, we have um, Galway. Galway United, a team of Michael D. Higgins, our president, who actually once owned shares and had to give them up. as was club president as well, I think, at one point as well. Galway, again, a club who, you know, like all these other League of Ireland clubs, in a, need a little bit of TLC, but certainly but a, a great city. Go is fantastic city, European capital of culture in 2020. So um, that could certainly be uh, an attractive place to, to launch your European journey as well. Sligo Rovers, a club who, again, have challenged the top in not in the last 10 years, but have fallen away. Go, uh, Sligo, you know, home of WB Yeats as a poet, so maybe that could be a case for you to start a poetry and motion save. Who knows? Up then, uh, then County Donegal, we've got Finn Harps, Bally Buffet, the furthest possible team, one of the furthest possible places to go in Ireland, up to Bally Buffet, but certainly a loyal and fervent fan base up there, certainly a a great place to make a splash, I suppose, with a club with a great name like Finn Harps. Derry City then, Ireland, the only team outside all the Republic who compete in the league, Derry City of course from Derry in Northern Ireland. Um, they compete in the League of Ireland. They um, have been a major force in League of Ireland football for many, many years, and you know are certainly well stocked and in a position that could be a, a nice little builder save there if we start in the Premier Division to make a, a real push for European football. And then in the Midlands, there's Longford Town and Athlone Town. Again, two teams that are certainly you know, wouldn't be as popular clubs who've made splashes in the past could certainly you know be a case of trying to, uh, to take away the, the the strength of football away from the east coast because Dublin and of course Dundalk and Drogheda
1: and Leix, you know they're the DDM, uh,
0: you know. These, these seem to be the most popular places we see players go, Dundalk of course with that professional status that recent European push and that um, you, know, you know the highest calibre of players in the in the league in Ireland certainly Shannon you know Sean McRover's fans would debate that fact but we'll have to wait and see how this season goes out and then Drogheda, again another team who won the league 2007 and have since found themselves in the first division just seem to be caught and can't get out So certainly um, another case of a great club there for you to potentially build yourself. Now I don't know if you're not interested in the League of Ireland safe, you've just listened to me rattle on there for a long time running through all the teams in Ireland. But it's certainly, it's a fantastic little league to work in. You know, playing every other team multiple times, it's it's a small, it's competitive, you know, it's a real challenge because you are working on a real tight and restrictive financial budget. But it's a case of the, the the feeling of success when you achieve it is great. We saw FM Old Dog reach the Champions League with Shelburne last year, taking them from the first division up. Maybe you don't start. Maybe you, you look to take Dundalk or Sean Rovers, and push them further. I don't know. But the feeling when you do succeed, when you make that jump, it's just amazing. And it's something I'd certainly you know, recommend to anyone out there was looking for a bit of a football manager challenge uh, especially at this you know challenging time to preoccupy the mind and give themselves a, a fresh start but then i want to jump over to you know to the, the the whole kind of thing with the league of Ireland. like i said at this challenging time most of the clubs do you know they rely on the support of their fans and you know Everyone is facing a challenging time. The amount of people being laid off on their jobs temporarily because of this current crisis is phenomenal, and we all can't
1: you know take for granted what we were taking for granted
0: last week, even you know this regular wage, this financial stability, and it, it, it's hopefully you know for most of us out there this is a stress and worry that doesn't go away. If you're in a position, whether you're in Ireland or the UK or wherever you are in the world, to support your local club at this time, I urge you to make to do whatever it is you can. Whether it's you know, if they have an online shop, an online facility, to buy a scarf, a pin, just something. Just something small, just to keep the you know, the the finances going, the money going, the clubs alive. Because when we come out of this crisis, it, you know we love football, and we will turn to to this real life football to keep us going. And if these clubs aren't there, then you know it could be. There's a great sense of loss and tragedy, I suppose you could you could uh, you could say there. So, if you're in a financial position to make some sort of small, even a small token purchase from your
1: local. Uh, club just please
0: please consider at this time if if at all possible because I know every bit of support any any bit of help they can get at this time would certainly be greatly appreciated. and I just want to jump in now to to, to the community the chat segue across you know to celebrate all of you who are out there because in terms of I know I'm saying potentially support real clubs but the support we've shown each other at this time has just been amazing it, you know, one of the, my New Year's resolutions this year was to cut down on the amount of screen time, my phone use, and it's been phenomenal that, that over the past, you know, week, ten days, I've been glued to my phone to Twitter because it's just amazing to see what people are sharing, just in their FM saves and how Football Manager has become such a an a, an amazing refuge for so many people. And we as a community, it's, it's it's great to see us standing up to be counted. I, a lot of the lads I work at in the group chat, you know, were talking about how Football Manager was made available for free yesterday by SI, and what a phenomenal gesture that is. To make Football Manager available for free for people. And they're the only player for one week. You know, it, it's great to see our game, you know, contribute in and help people out in such in such a way that might be in insig- might be might significant might be you know irrelevant but in terms of mental health in terms of happiness in terms of support it was a great move by them and i'm really really proud of the game for making uh, for doing what they did for si and steam for stepping in together it's even gotten to a case of the or uh, 0102 uh, modern database being adapted to championship manager 0102 that was the first message I saw in the, today's group chat being sent around. That it's a case of let's go back and play Championship Manager, but let's have the current players. And it shows that the love of the game is there, and it always has been there. We as a community who's, who've taken this love of the game and create content about it and gone that step further. That's been a real joy to behold. It's fantastic to see. it something I'm really enjoying seeing how we've all, you know, bandied together. You know. When, S, when the football manager Twitter account, you know, asked, oh, what advice did you have to first-time players? I Every response I wanted to say was said by someone else. And then people were putting down things I never would have thought of. And it was just amazing to see. It was just amazing to see every member of the community, so many people that I follow on Twitter, just come out onto Twitter and put down a simple tweet just to help those new people starting off. And for me, that was a real celebration of the hashtag
1: we Are the community. So I really want to celebrate.
0: If you're one of those people that took time to make one of those tweets, thank you. Really, that. Watch. I'm sure that bit of advice you've written has helped someone out there. You might never know them. You might never meet them. You might never hear from them. But that
1: little tweet you sent, that could help someone. So thank you for that.
0: It's great to see the content um, creation out there is coming out with such obviously increased regularity, which freaks frequency because obviously, you know, some people like myself are fortunate. We get a little bit more time to play football manager. But as well as that, the variation, the, 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 you know, people are, you know, seeing people managing clubs. I never would have thought of managing them. Or they're taking a club and they're managing it in a different way the variation, it's fantastic, I'm, I'm just, it's enthralling really, I could literally spend my whole day absorbing FM content, and
1: I wouldn't get bored, so to all of you out there who put any content out in
0: the last week, ten days, keep it up, you're doing fantastic, it's enjoyable, I mightn't have seen it, I mightn't have read it, I mightn't have watched
1: it, I mightn't have listened to it. But there's people out there who will. And engage with them as best you can. If it's your first time making content, don't be afraid to push
0: the publish button. Don't look at the WordPress numbers. Don't look at the YouTube views. Don't look at the the podcast analytics for listens. I did all of those at the start and it drove me mad. Why
1: weren't people reading my blogs? Why aren't people watching my videos? Sometimes I still say, why aren't people listening to my podcast? But then it's like, when well, I'm doing it this for myself, I'm sharing. If other people want to get involved, welcome on board. If not, that's fine. I'm absolutely fine with that now. You know,
0: I get the thrill from the process. I don't get the thrill from, you know, my work being celebrated. I like a retweet on Twitter. Oh wow, look at that! Look at look at Iga. Oh, look what this person said. It it makes me feel great. Of course it does. But I come back to podcasting because I love it. I actually enjoy talking.
1: I mightn't be the best person to talk about Football Manager. You mightn't learn anything from me. But I just love talking about Football Manager. I just love and enjoy this and I want to keep doing it. And that's what the content creation is all about. Don't worry about the numbers. Just enjoy doing it. And especially at this time,
0: enjoying doing something can certainly give you a little bit of a lift. I wrote a blog post yesterday, scheduled it to be released this morning.
1: And I enjoy writing it. So please keep enjoying doing what you're doing.
0: my, My thoughts, you know, this year, you know, I think FM Samuel was saying, is the number of content creators dropping off big accounts. Pleasing away. and of course we we constantly see this conveyor belt of you know content creators rise
1: and fall and disappear. We see over and
0: over again accounts come and go. Like we we've all to some extent had to take breaks from football manager. We've all come, we've all gone at times, you know. And Samuel's chat was is is down to FM twenty. You know, like my thoughts when it comes to Football Manager is it's first of all at the game. Now, obviously, SI strive to make the game as realistic and as engaging as possible. And obviously, there is, you know, a true sense of
1: realism to the game. Because we
0: wouldn't see the professionals playing the game. We wouldn't see. The support the professionals give the game if there wasn't a sense of realism to it, I suppose, an enjoyment factor. So, first of all, we have to celebrate the fact that football manager is a game. And in terms of what FM20 is, for me, I find FM twenty a challenging game. I find it an engaging
1: game. I can find it realistic. And in terms of the match engine, I can find it unrealistic. The game celebrates football and what is possible? Of course, you
0: know, it has to work off limited. It's limited because all the realms of possibility are not open in this game. Why is Lionel Messi the manager of Oxford United? How has Steve Bruce landed the Barcelona job? I don't know. You see, the thing with the game is the game has to work within confines. Confines that are put upon it because by opening it up too much, the game won't function properly. It needs a structure. So we all have to understand and respect that. In terms of what we see at the match engine, the match engine is a simulation. and the 3D match engine, a visual kind of interpretation of what is possible in the game, my laptop does not have a dedicated graphics card. My laptop is not a gaming laptop. My laptop's 3d performance dropped dramatically between f m nineteen and f m twenty which hurt me a lot, but I play on 2d so when I see the you know the highlights which I do watch in 3d you know, I have to understand that this is the way. The hardware of my laptop, the software of the game mesh to try and represent what the game is trying to show me. And it's amazing, you know, it's not like everyone's the same. Everyone has a different laptop, everyone's laptops are capable of different things. And so, the way Football Manager software and the hardware of your laptop mesh together mean that your representations could be totally different to me. Sure, we can see the same mistakes. You know the goalkeeper trying to keep the ball in play. That he has the ball in his hands, he slides over the byline. Like he's still on, all, he's still standing. He's kind of hunched over, slides over, drops the ball, and slides back into his goal.
1: We all know that's the case of so the goalkeeper trying to slide out and keep the ball in play. You know your imagination does have to kick in. You could argue with me, my imagination shouldn't have to kick in, and am enough for this.
0: But look, you know, we just have to accept and allow for the limitations that our hardware put on this software. And this software had to be given with. It's just the way it has to be,
1: unfortunately.
0: But when it comes to the game. The love of the game just still is there people still want to talk about their saves they still want to talk about you see what i did do You see what this player did look at this player i just signed oh my god i can't believe this result that's all we all want to do we just want to talk and share about our experiences of this game and the community is evolving there's an element there's an aspect to it all and we can all be part of this where we are opinionated and Volatile towards others, we're
1: opinionated,
0: of course, you are all entitled to your opinion, but in the ways people you know deal with that opinion, the volatility is that really what we want in this you know when you publish something, you use the hashtag' we're the community, and then someone from the community might say something to you or you might see something said, and you inter- you decide to join in. And You know, something happens, it explodes. It's not really a
1: celebration of we're the community. I'm not asking everyone to get along. I'm not asking them to get friends. I know that's not possible. I know that's not realistic.
0: But if we are a community, we treat each other with respect and dignity. We respect those people who are different to us. Just in the same way we respect those people
1: who feel the same as us you know
0: because there is that helpful and positive element and that's really what we've seen shine over the last couple of days helpful towards those new players positive and sharing content and that's always there that helpfulness and positivity is always there and i think it just at this time it really shines bright because you know there's so much darkness about really that this helpfulness and positivity that you share in the community that can shine bright beyond the words you type and the screen it's displayed on. It can really touch, go and
1: give someone that bit of positive, that bit of light they just need in their day. When we all create content, like I said,
0: what content is shared, it's using the hashtag We're the Community. And we use this hashtag, we share this content. This can allow others to join in our story. We can share our story with others. And these people then can come in,
1: they can share, become a part of it. Offering insights, support, guidance. And we all have to accept, you know, other people might know a little bit more than us. I know some people out there who know far more about this game than I do. Who are far better qualified and do far better podcasts than I do. And I'm open to listening to them. I'm open to hearing their guidance, their support, their feedback. Because they just want me to do better. They just
0: want my save to do better. They want me to my content to be better. They want my podcast to be better. They want my YouTube videos that I don't really make anymore to be better. And we just all just want that bit better. For each other. So accept the advice. Just understand that people aren't criticising. They're trying to help. Well the tone and all that might be a challenge
1: here you to it to see. It's all that's trying to be ha- trying to happen at this time.
0: And it's great to see, you know, the celebration that, you know, bigger community members are getting at this time, prominent creators, key creators, you know, for whether it's over at the byline or just the celebration of their work, you know. Likes, retweets, followers subscribers views, whatever it is it's, it's great to see you know where uh, you know the increase in the level of support that's been getting there and of course old lady players getting her little you know article feature there as well you know content being shared on reddit going doing really really well on reddit the number of subscribers everything jumping, and even getting a feature i think it was on unilad or lad bible one of those you know gathering attention and focus for you know, for us in the community. For all, like,
1: there's 100,000 people played Football Manager at one time yesterday. It's over 100,000. I don't know if there's 100,000 people in the community. But I know there's always a place for all these people to come in and join and share and celebrate this game that we all love. So what can I take away from all of this? FM20 is a challenge. It's difficult. But that's why we keep going back. We love the challenge. We don't want it be too easy. The community is a vibrant place. And it's a fantastic place where we can all celebrate each other. FM is an
0: escape for a life elsewhere. It might all take place in our heads and on the screen. Or on that notebook, the piece of paper.
1: But, you know, it's an escape for all of us, a place for all of us to go and enjoy ourselves. And just remember that the community is a place to share and to celebrate, as well as a place to support and help. And if you can, you are always welcome to become a member of our community. Just, just just and it's not even just at this dark time of making this appeal, but at all times. Just bring a positive light to the positivity of the game. To the positivity of your fellow creators and your fellow community members. Because like this is a dark time for all of us. We all need to try and find ways, you
0: know, to, to give ourselves a bit of light to help ourselves through each day. And you, you, I'm sure you're inundated with so many different, you know, supports that are out there. You know, as a primary school teacher, it's great to see so many of the yeah, support websites that I use make the content, make their online content available for parents. But I would as well say to parents is look
1: if you look beyond, um,
0: look beyond the traditional education. If you've got kids at home. Teach of the things, you know, you might not ever really have the opportunity to.
1: Fix a plug. How to you change a fuse in the plug? How to cook. How to wash clothes. How to iron. You know, how to garden. You know, how to paint a wall. Maybe you want to take out
0: and create a collage and print off some pictures or... Take this chance to do the things with your kids you've always wanted to do.
1: Celebrate them, really. Sure, they can be annoying, sure, they can wreck your heads. They might have you up all hours of the day and all hours of the night. Just celebrate them as best you can. For those of you out there like me who, you know, have and do suffer with mental health that darkness you know it, 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 it comes in a lot thicker and a lot faster these days
0: but we are all we are all with you i say again and to echo the words of Leo Varadkar the, the prime minister the Taoiseach of Ireland on a Saint Patrick's day address we are with you
1: calm it's, a, it's an app I have, but they have made uh, a number of their resources available for free to support
0: people at this time. Other places are fantastic, you know, even YouTube. I put Coffee Shop Jazz on during the day if I'm playing football manager, if I'm writing. And it's just positive, light, upbeat music, and it's nice just to have great an ambience in the background. I found reading and writing has really helped me the last few days. As well as I was talking to as many people as I can. To Mrs. Gigi. To anyone I can really talk to. just Because that, that's helped me through. I'm currently sitting beside a, a diffuser I bought on Amazon right now. That's pumping out a uh, an eco-aroma anxiety blend that I bought. That's really helping me. And it's helped me through the
1: last week or so. You might not have the luxury of a diffuser. You might not have the luxury of that aroma. But there's plenty of alternatives out there. The smell
0: of cooking. The smell of freshly cooked grass. Whatever it is you can do. Wherever it is you are. Open the windows. Let in the fresh air. Open the blinds. Let the sunshine in. Try and let the light in.
1: And as you know. It's always darkest
0: before the dawn. Right now we don't know where the dawn is. And with all things going the way they are. Normally I say with all, all things going well. But with all things going the way they are. Like this podcast will be here for you.
1: Which would please God. You know.
0: In this. We managed to avoid it. We managed to keep ourselves healthy at this time. And if. Full lockdown and isolation is needed.
1: This podcast will be here. Guests
0: will always be welcome on the podcast. So if you want to come along, have a chat, get involved and share content on this. So you can have a football manager chat. You know, let me know. And if things get more dark and difficult and we find ourselves alone and
1: isolated in our homes. Let's use the power of football manager. To break down some of those walls and connect us in the best way we can. So then just before I
0: say goodbye I want to say take care the hashtag we Are the community don't forget to check it out on Twitter and it's over on the Slack channels and I'm not sure Discord, I don't really use Discord but
1: just get involved enjoy and celebrate Football Manager
0: until the next episode thank you for listening talk to you then take care bye bye <laughs>